Hypothetically, if Rob and I both got meat on a stick tramp stamp tattoos, will we get free kebab for life at meat yeah, on a stick? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Ooh. 100%. We're you not know, joking. We're not joking either. That's, that's the thing. Good day, my name is Ethan, and I shaved my beard a few days ago, and now I'm the proud owner of a handlebar mustache. So if my voice sounds any different today, that is probably the reason why. You just walked your way into Sips and Clips, a podcast centered around coffee, conversation, and most of all, creativity. My co-host Robin and I record out of a barbershop in downtown Stockholm, Sweden, where we cut the hair of and chat with our guests. Business owners brand creators, and other individuals with a story to tell all end up in our barber chairs. And through their stories and experiences, we're hoping to share a bit of inspiration and dig up any golden nuggets of wisdom we can. I wanted to give an NSFV warning as we get into it today because this episode is definitely not safe for vegans. Sorry about that. But you're about to hear from globetrotting, meat-eating hero, Yire Seropian. For some people, kebab is just a quick lunch, but for some of us like myself, it's a lifestyle. But for Yire, it's everything. Yire's given his life to the pursuit of finding the world's best street food and taking what he's learned to curate the best kebab possible at his restaurant, Meat on a Stick. We're gonna hear how one man with no culinary background went from simply eating kebab and casually posting food reviews on Instagram, ended up opening a restaurant that changed the food scene in one city forever. We're excited to get into this one today, so lean back, grab the meatiest snack you can find, and join us as we dive into this episode of Sips and Clips with Meat on a Stick. You have a usual barbershop you go to or you do it yourself? No, I have one in Kungsholman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where we both live. Nice. Oh, okay. It's only just because I know the guys. Of course. That's awesome. But now this is closed, so... Yeah! If you don't mess it up uh, too bad... uh, I hope not, man. I hope not. You might have a new plan. (laughs) I'll be around. Get my phone real quick. You got a trade deal. Cuts for kebab. Yeah, cuts for kebab, yeah. Cuts for kebab. Sweet. Well, let's clean up a little bit. We'll do a centimeter off the top. We'll get rolling. Man, we had a journey to get this podcast off the ground. Yeah, we did. We did. And I know that the next hour is going to be pure glory, yeah. filled with meat sweats, filled with anything that we can, that we can come up with. Thank you for coming in. Thank you thank for you. making it thank out you, here. Thank you. It's a pleasure. So your name Yure, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Welcome. Thank you, you own a place called Meat on a Stick. True. What is Meat on a Stick? In the, the simplest explanation you can get. Uh, Start on the top. Kebabs made from the ground up. Oof. Sounds simple. I like the word artisan. Yeah. Uh, basically, a simple food. Okay. Kebab is simple food, but done to its fullest potential. Right. We make everything from scratch. Mm. We build the, st- uh, the the skewers every day. If it runs out, it runs out. So you build your own like meat skewers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you don't yeah. buy any pre-made stuff. No, 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 it's no, you. Nothing, yeah, nothing at all. We, we buy our meats from the same products like places like Francia and Stuttgart. Yeah. So it's really good stuff which we uh, take care of. We marinate uh, and we spice it up. 
And then we build these these kebab skewers every morning. Every morning. Someone could start at like 4 a.m. working on one of those things, you know? No, but like 7 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's happening. It, take, it takes hours. Yeah, I bet. It's, it's like, uh, you don't do this to make, to be rich. No. You do it for the, for the love of street food. And that is your life, right? Yeah. You are a lover of street food. You have a, an Instagram page called at kebab spotting. Yeah. Where you pretty much what? You review kebabs, you review street food. What is, what is going on over yeah, there? Yeah, it started like a fun thing. Yeah. Like maybe seven, eight years ago. Right. Uh, I've always, always loved kebab since, yeah. since I was a small kid. Sure. So one day I scrolled through my phone to find a picture of um, something my friend was like why do you have so many pictures of kebabs in your phone <laughs> i'm like i don't know there's never too many pictures of kebabs yeah, in yeah phone that's what i told him that's the like, thing. yeah and he's like you should make a, an instagram account heck yeah so i was like sure i did it for fun yeah and the the account grew and that's kebab spotting yeah that's what you do now yeah yeah, yeah. okay so i basically for fun um posted the, the food I, I was eating right. and giving them scores. And it grew quite a lot actually. And I got um, a call from uh, Swedish biggest uh, radio channel, okay. Pietria, Moron Passat, they were yeah, yeah. interviewing me and some uh, magazines and it started to become some, like some kind of movement. Yeah. Uh, and then this video, <laughs> this is good. Yeah. You may became a movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, people were like, "Can't you do something about the the, the bad scene we have here?" Yeah. Because it is bad. It still is bad. Mm. And I'm like, no. And then it, time went by, and I was like, man, nobody fixes this. Maybe yeah. I, I have to be the one that 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 simply fixed this. Now, were you like a chef at all? Did no, you no. cook food in your spare time? No, no. I was working with sales. Yeah. I had my own sales company. Right. Uh, did some finance work, okay. so it's like uh, I've never been in the restaurant business. No, uh, this is a whole new thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and my friends that did own restaurants said, "Stay out." <laughs> Not the right place to be. Uh, it's uh, a lot of uh, work. Yeah, Cheap. but you weren't living in Stockholm at this time, were no, you? I, you said you were in North Shopping. And you were in North Shopping. Uh, okay. And this is. I, I was born and raised there. Right. Okay. So the idea uh, formed. Through Instagram. Yeah. The power and, of Instagram. Yeah. And there's the power of people telling me that they would love to see it happen. Right. So I was like, okay, let's do it. Heck yeah. And um, that's how uh, Meat on a Stick was born. Yeah. In the simplest sense. Yeah. Okay. So kebab spotting your Instagram and the, and the Meat on a Stick story kind of go hand in hand. One led yeah, to definitely, another yeah, eventually. Definitely. hundred percent. Yeah. And you still do that. Yeah, you I still, still do. Yeah, it's still my biggest passion is yeah. to travel and um, and learn. Yeah. And and implement what I learn uh, at uh, at Moas. That's awesome. So I go traveling. I find something somewhere, some hole in the wall, and I yeah. try to bring it and, and make it like a version of a fusion or whatever you want to call it. Sure. And I tweak my recipes all the time. That's awesome. I mean, I changed something just two weeks ago with the lamb. It's like, I, I always try to make st stuff better. The food today is much better than it was five years ago. That's awesome. Even though I, I of course, I am bi biased, but I think I'm the best <laughs> thing to give up. But I still, still want to, to um, 
keep striving yeah. for that ultimate goal. Which is the best mindset you can have, you know? Definitely. Why not stay stagnant? Or why stay stagnant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can continue to make it better. And you're still eating kebabs, you're still traveling yeah, and yeah. finding, so why not just add it into the repertoire? Definitely. The day I stop doing that, I can close shop. You can close the yeah. shop, exactly. Yeah. A big question, why Stockholm of all places if you were, you were living down in, in Norshavn? It, felt, it felt natural yeah. and a, a bit more safe because it's a bigger crowd here. You're right. And uh, to be honest, I was spending a lot of time here because I have a lot of friends here. Sure. So I was also, tri yeah, also trying to find a reason to, to, to move here because right. I, I have been talking about it for like 10 years. <laughs> so it was like, if I open a place there, I have a reason to, to move. Right. So that also happened. And you did it. Yeah. So you showed up in Stockholm with this idea. Mm -hmm. You just opened your own place and made the city your own, in a way. You know, yeah. the kebab scene, at least. Definitely, definitely. Have you seen a lot of uh, of people fighting against that? Are a lot of people almost angry, like kebab places that, that no, you showed up in town? Or has it been no, a good no. sense of community? Most people have been, like... Uh, I don't know about other kebab places, but sure. but, but the, the crowd, the people, they, yeah. they, they appreciate Nuwaz. That's awesome. They know I, I've... They know the story. Yeah. That this guy traveled all of Sweden and Europe and now lately past three four years the world yeah and I really generally try to make everything as good wow. as I can you said it's not for the money you know it's it's more for the people D definitely yeah I mean uh, of course I'm I have an entrepreneur in me and I know if of you course. do good stuff of course uh, hopefully you will earn some money of course of course naturally I mean, yeah, yeah i mean i put man's gotta eat as well man's yeah, gotta i put, put food on the table yeah, seven years of my life in this and uh, and i it's a it's a lot of work absolutely I mean, uh, past six months and since corona strike yeah i've been working like 15 hours a day just grinding yeah you gotta do what you gotta do yeah i get it yeah. Yeah, tell me more about your travels i'm really interested to hear mm -hmm. more about them when did they start when did uh where did you go? Where's the best kebab? I mean, all these questions. So much I mean, there is not one place where you can find the best kebab. Uh, that settles it then. That's good to know. That's something I always wondered. Is there one place where there's the best kebab? No, not really. Because no. maybe in one country, in one city, I found the, the, the perfect bread. Right. But the rest wasn't good. Yeah. And in one place, I, I ate an amazing uh, chicken kebab. Right. But the beef was not good. Come on. And the sauce were like that. So Always. it's like, what I do is I try to find the best from the different uh, countries I'm in. Yeah. And put them all under one roof at, right. uh, at Moas. And Moas. So, uh, so the perfect world, yeah, but Moas some, would yeah. be the perfect kebab. Yeah. Of course. But some countries are, of course, better. Yeah. I like Israel a lot. Yeah. Uh, they don't mess around. They have good food, good street food there. Um, South Africa is actually kind of good for flavors. Yeah. To find kind of cool stuff. Of course. Uh, I've been to Cape Town like three times, I think. Nice. And I always find something new that's interesting. Yeah. Where have you gone? So you've gone all around Europe. You've gone all around We're All around Asia, the world. Pretty much all around yeah, the world. Yeah, all around the world. Where's a place you haven't gone yet that you really like to see? Uh, I would like to go to uh, Chile. Oh. Um, and uh, Mexico City one, one more time because I didn't give it my. I was there before this scene happened. Yeah. yeah. So I want to go eat a lot of uh, Alpa stores. Give it another shot. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Now you're speaking my language. Mm. That's the stuff, man. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. 
I'm working on doing something cool, uh, the Mexican style. We'll yeah. see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Dude, that's not kind of where Mexican. Dude, that's honestly what we talk about the most in this barbershop. Mexican food is my favorite food yeah. of all time. Eat the hat that she pokes a shirt on as we speak. My favorite. Okay. Food place, burritos the size of your head, cheap, yeah. good to the point. You know, yeah, yeah. that's something we're missing here. I found almost everything else that I've needed. Yeah, I like Chipotle. I tried them in New York. Uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. For what you, what you pay for and what you get, it just settles the yeah, need. Yeah, it's you know? good value. It's, it's great value. You know, and in Stockholm, I just haven't managed to find that that Mexican fill yet. Problem is. Mexican food here is disguised as tacos, mm. like Swedish tacos. Yeah, yeah, you're right, right, right. And it's so far from Mexican food that uh, it should be banned and outlawed. <laughs> and it's, it's you know what? I'm glad we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah. <laughs> At least we're on the same page with that. Taco bar needs to be put somewhere locked up and just never talked out again. I agree. And I'll say it on the air. I'll yeah, say it on the yeah, books. It's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> the it's a Swedish uh, version of tacos. Yeah. If the CEO of Taco Bar is listening to this, I want you to know I don't hate you, but I hate what you've created. Let's put it out there. But that's awesome. I, I'm already looking forward to that yeah. so much. No, Mexican food is uh, definitely one of my favorite kitchens. Wow. It's good to hear. Yeah, it's yeah. good to hear there's hope for us maybe coming in the scene. But you have two shops now. Yeah. You just opened up uh, your second one here in Sodomom. True. And you had another one for what, five years over in Vasistan? Yeah, five That's years. awesome. Yeah. How was the opening of that store going? Was there a lot of resistance? How did you find the place? Uh, the first one? Yeah, the first one. Uh, I, you were I, just getting started. So in, I, I had to, in Stockholm, you, unfortunately, if you, usually if you want to have a nice location, you have to pay for it. Of so course. this was a sushi shop. Yeah. Sushi bar, or what do you say? That's the, the one in Vasistan. Yeah. Is, it was a sushi bar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the owners were tired, a bit uh, older. <laughs> yeah. And the area at the time wasn't as nice as it is as it is today. Okay. Five years uh, back. Yeah, it was a nice uh, old cafe. Yeah. Cafe Nero, which was pretty yeah, popular. Yeah. But that's basically it. The past five years, it's uh, exploded in that area. In that area. So you just. Right time, right place. A lot of the guys that opened there actually said that they wanted to invest their money and open there because they, they liked what um, the crowd Muas was bringing there. That's awesome. And our neighbor Babette is also very good. Yeah. And they sell like uh, nice pizzas and uh, it's a wine bar. Heck yeah. It's so a stacked it's, area. Yeah, so not, now it's a really, it's, it's like a destination in, in yeah. Boston. You showed up and you kind of helped tr be part of transforming this little area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is awesome. Uh, yeah. What was the hardest thing about opening your own business, starting this with just an idea? Uh, that everything was new. Yeah. Exactly everything. Right. From how to build a place. Gosh. To how to, how to work in a. What to how to even cook the food, right? Cook the food for so many people. Man. Um, employ uh, employees. Of course. Uh, everything. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've had my own business for 10 years before opening Moas. Right. So that wasn't new to me, but the restaurant okay, business so was new. Business. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, very right. new. Everything was new. Right. Uh, and the costs, very expensive to start. Yeah. To build everything, ventilation, it, it, it's like, it's millions. Of course. Of crowns, yeah. So of course. Like, I was like, what, are, what am I doing? <laughs> what have I gotten times. myself yeah, into, you know? a lot of times. I felt a lot of times. I'm sure. But what kept you going to push you through all that? Prove that Moas would be the best. Heck yeah! It's, it's that simple. I love that. It's that simple. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I wanna, no. I mean, you shouldn't be. 
I think that we are the best and we're going to continue to be the best because if I, if I found, find something that's better, I'll go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And you'll just restart it. the whole yeah. thing. You'll have, yeah. to do, you'll do what you have to do. Being teachable, that's huge. That's huge. Where some people would say that they have the best and they don't look at the no, facts, no, no, no. you know? I, I definitely know we can be better in a lot of things. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm working on it. Of course. Every day I tweak stuff, try new recipes. That's awesome. Try new versions. Right, right, right. You know, so, Robin and I have had moss. I actually had it for the first time a couple months back. Mm -hmm. And Robin even, they're even more recent, right? Yeah, like a month back. Oh, okay. Dude. And we'll be honest. It changed my life. It changed oh. my life as well. <laughs> Yo. The kebab, heavenly goodness that touched my mouth, man. I'll never forget yeah. it. Yeah. I've eaten it twice now, and I've never had a kebab brule. Yeah. Or a pizza where it's mm -hmm. like tastes good all the way through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because usually you just like meat and salt on top and then you have green stuff in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by the end you're you're just kinda trying to finish your kebab mm. roulette. You yeah. know, every bite tastes the same and it's like, mm. well I paid for this, I should finish it. Yeah. But uh with Moaz what we found is like every bite tastes like the first bite because mm. it's such good quality, you know? Yeah. It's a it's a whole different thing. It is uh I mean it's it is a different thing. Yeah. I mean the the ninety nine percent of the stuff we eat in, in Northern Europe, yeah. basically most of Europe, is made in factories. Yeah. All of them uh, uh, came... Like in Sweden we have like five big factories. So 99% of the kebabs you eat here come from these five factories. <laughs> right. And they are driven to sell a cheap product to their customers because... That's what they do. It's, it's a money thing. Yeah. And I, and I respect that. Sure. 100%, but in Moas... That's not what it was about. No, it was to give the best product possible. Heck yeah. And no cutting corners. And see what people thought about it. And, yeah. And that is what drives me because it happens almost almost every day that someone comes up to the the look as we call it the yeah. kitchen is like this kebab changed my life. Yeah, and it really did. Yeah. And it still happens after five years. It's so cool. Uh, it's it's really nice. And it's basically what keeps me going. To has be to be rewarding to yeah, see yeah. what your dream was that is, coming true. That is the you know? reward. Yeah, yeah. That is the reward. No money, no fame, anything like that. But it's it's people telling you. Yeah. You it's, know. Uh, it, it, it really makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. I have to know. When did you decide and what made you decide on the name Meat on a Stick? Just the fact um, that you were making the meat. I was sitting with my friend. Yeah. We, we were doing like uh, this uh, blog or... Uh, website we, do, we did before actually creating uh, me, before me deciding that I would open up Mimastic. Yeah. So we started a blog where I was experimenting at home. Yeah. With like making food. And yeah, yeah. Making kebabs. Heck yeah. At home. So we Home kebabs. So we were like fooling around. Yeah. And he's like what are we going to call it? And I'm like I don't know. And he's like what is kebab? And I'm like it's meat on a stick. That's it. And he's like, okay, so muas. And I, I, I like the word of muas. Yeah. So he's like, you shouldn't have four words in a, in a company name <laughs> if we do something. But he's like, everybody would call it muas. Of course. And they have. Okay. And they okay. shall. Yeah, so it's like, okay, let's go. Because I wasn't taking it that serious. Yeah. Because it was a fun thing. Of course. But then when it got serious, I had no question in my mind that it would 
it would be named. Was the name. Sometimes when yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Stick. It's so catchy. Yeah, it is. It's four yeah. words, but it's so catchy. And it's also actually what it is. Yeah, it is meat on a stick. It's just facts. So it's uh, it's pretty simple. Exactly. You've kept everything pretty simple. Yeah, I love that. You know, before we get too deep into this, we have a planned segment on this podcast that we call 10 timed questions from left field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. Oh, okay, okay. 10 timed questions from left field that have absolutely nothing to do with the current topic of conversation. All right, we're going to give you a few questions now, and here's the thing. You have 10 seconds to answer each one. First thing that comes to your mind, you know, just blurt it out. You don't have time to, this is when you're going to get to know yourself more, and we get to know you a little bit more here as we get deeper into this. So question one, you can see your timer over here. Here we go. If you had to eliminate one meat, what would you remove from the face of the earth? Meat. What meat? Meat. Yeah. Uh, 10 seconds. Fish. Fish? Fish will be gone. Rip. Number two, if you had to describe yourself as a flavor, what would it be? Chocolate. Chocolate. Oh, <laughs> not what I expected. No, right? me neither, me neither. <laughs> but me it just neither. came out sometimes. Yeah. All right, number three. What's the superior kebab container? Pita or wrap? Pita. Pita? Yeah, good man. Number four. Would you rather explore space or the deepest depths of space, the ocean? Space, space, space. Space instantly? Dream. It's a dream, yeah. Oh, space, yeah. I want to hear more about that. Number five. If you could experience the meat sweats with one celebrity, who would it be? Eminem. Eminem? That's also a great choice. <laughs> uh, number six, it's five years in the future. The CEO of Calais Caviar is on his deathbed and he anoints you heir to the Calais Caviar throne. Your task is to continue the legacy of tubed food with your own meaty twist. Yes, you're going to create kebab in a tube. What are you naming the company? Meat in a tube. <laughs> <laughs> it's simple and to the point, I love it. Meat in a tube. <laughs> I need a Kickstarter on that. We need to get that going. <laughs> Here we go. Next question. Who is the best Chris? Uh, Hemsworth. <laughs> I was hoping it would be that one. Next question. You wake up one day, you look in the mirror, and you realize something's horribly wrong. You are now a woman. Are you a blonde, brunette, or a redhead? Blonde. <laughs> you have more fun, huh? That's what they say, at least. <laughs> Number eight. How much money would it take to change your career to reviewing and finding the world's best salads, thus becoming salad spotting? How much money? You have to give a number. Eight seconds. Fifty million. Fifty million. Hey, fair enough. Dollar fair enough. Swedish kroner. Swedish kroner. Kroner. Yeah. Pretty good. That sets yeah. you up for a while, man. That sets you up for a while. Number nine. What do you think of meat on a stick tattoos? Uh, well, you never know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Number 10, the grand finale. Hypothetically, if Rob and I both got meat on a stick tramp stamp tattoos, will we get free kebab for life at meat yeah, on a stick? Yeah, definitely. 100%. 100%. We're not joking. We're not joking either. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> You know, honestly, we were thinking maybe we should get the, the tramp stamp before this interview. Yeah, I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. It's on the record now. Yeah. And we were thinking, what if we could just lift up our shirts afterwards and show, well, sure. we already did it. You right. know, but uh, we weren't done. Next time. Next time. Next, next time. time, yeah. But it's good to keep in mind. It's good to know. 100%. That dedication. It is, right? Yeah. You got to appreciate Love. the grind. You got to appreciate yeah. dedication. Definitely. I will keep that in mind. That's awesome. <laughs>
All right. Thank you. That was good. That was quick yeah, answers. Yeah. You got I to the didn't point. I think we needed 10 seconds for all of the answers. No. no I mean, you, you blew through those. Professional. You know, sometimes people are terrified of that segment. Like, oh, I don't know. But no. you were so confident no. in the answers. You got to the point. You got it done. Well, they were honest answers. Exactly. That's what we wanted. That's what we're looking for. All right. Getting back into some conversation here. If there was one thing, I'm kind of know where you're going to steer this probably, that you would hope to accomplish with meat on a stick, with kebab spotting, with this journey, what would that one thing be? If there's only one thing. It would be... Uh, I had a dream when I started it. Alright, give it to me. You have a dream. I wanted to be, like, I wanted to have a location in New York. Alright. That would be like the pinnacle. It would be hardcore. Yeah. Meat on a stick in New York. Kebab scene is so different over there as well. It is. Know? It it's is a whole different thing. It is. They have some good places actually. Sure. But uh, it's it's uh, and it's bigger in New York than some other parts of the states, like Pittsburgh, yeah. where I'm from. There's no kebab. There's no good yeah. kebab at all. Same in like uh, I usually spend some time in Florida. Miami. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and, nothing uh, down there. Nothing down there. Okay. 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 Uh, and it's uh, it's a cultural thing, I think, as well. I mean, yeah. they have a lot of Latin Americans there. They like. Mexican food, of course. Heck yeah. Uh, so, um, but New York has always been like the benchmark. Yeah. If you if you have a nice place there, maybe it's yeah. not like that that you are. Maybe uh, I mean, successful just because you have a location there. Of but, course. But it, it, it was uh, like some kind of a dream I'd have. Of course. Um, I don't know if it still applies, but it would be cool. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. It will be cool. Yeah, it will, it, be, it cool. will be cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just opened your, your second shop now. Don't let the momentum stop from here. No, I mean, uh, the second shop actually came from people during these past five years was like, you should definitely open up in Southern Mall. Without a doubt. Everybody's this is like, the part of town. This is the place. And like 500 people have said this over five years. Yeah. So, of course, it, it, it like, what's it called? It's, it triggers a thought. Yeah. Which makes it hard to resist. Yeah, right. So I have been, like, for two years, maybe I should open up in... And, and, and I like New Toyot. Yeah, I like the area, beautiful area. The vibe. 100%. So, um... And a lot of people back in North Shopping, of course, also, like, you should, you should open here. Yeah. It's your hometown. Yeah. We all... Uh, most of my friends come visit once in a while, and they go come to my place and eat. Of course. And they're like, you have to open up here. You have to. So uh, that would also be cool, yeah, uh, and also have a reason to be back home more because I, I don't go home as much as I want to because I, I need to work. Sure. So um, maybe. Yeah. Would you like to open up more shops in Stockholm if the need arises? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. Of course, headaches. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So it's like I, I need to. I can't manage more by myself. Then yeah. I need to hire someone or, or a few people that can help me. Right. Of course, because the quality is very important for me. I've yeah. had a lot of people yeah, of contacting me over the years like, oh, we want to open up a place here and there. We'll fix everything. Uh, we'll pay you uh, a franchise. Right. I've said no to, to That's not what it's about. No, because it's like, I mean, it would be nice in one way, but I, I need to make sure that I can't go reviewing Places around the world, no, and not Europe, yeah. and not be the best. It's like it's um, it defeats the purpose. Right. So I can't let my quality wow 
wind up in other people's hands. That's really special, I think, that you hold that moral in yeah, comparison yeah. to a lot of other restaurants and no, things. It's very know? important for me. It's very different, yeah. yeah. Because a lot of places would probably be pretty eager to franchise and kind of just spread yeah, the brand I, out. I, you know? I've said I've said no for years to a wow. lot of people, which wow. are good people that of have course, restaurants and uh, I mean, which are probably very capable. But but still, it's uh, a part of my ego, of course, yeah. wants to m make sure that I'm the one that's uh, deciding how it's but supposed hey. to be and taste and look and yeah. So. Uh, What's the greatest thing you've got out of the community in these these past five years of having your own business? What's All the, the biggest uh, joy to you been? Uh, the business is is connected with with kebab spotting. So yeah. it's the people I met when I because I almost ninety nine percent of the time travel by myself. Yeah. Okay. And you just go to to eat kebabs like that's what you yeah, do. Yeah, I, mean, I go and I Dude. talk to people and I like, where can I eat the best street food and uh, talk to taxi drivers, and locals. Yeah. And, uh, so you don't even rely on Google, you know, you're really getting into an area and trying to It's more to gut feeling yeah. and talking to locals and uh, Heck yeah. walking around for like 12 hours and <laughs> just eat and sit. What better way to see a city is there, yeah, honestly? Yeah, it is the best way. Wow. So that is what I like most about doing this. Yeah. To travel, eat, uh, meet people that have a passion for food. Yeah. And find new stuff. Absolutely. New flavors, new places, new areas. Uh, drives me. That, that, that's the most fun part. I think and of course, people awesome. that, that text me is like, you see a post, somebody posts and it's like, this is the best kebab I've had in my entire life. Yeah. And, uh, you touch people's lives through food. Oh, for sure. Food is one of those things that's so intimate, you know, to yeah, people. Yeah, it touches a lot of senses, you know. A hundred percent. Taste, sight. I would say out of the conversations we have here, 50% of them revolve around food. I would say like 90%. Maybe yeah. 90%. It always comes up. Yeah. Especially if you're new in town, if you've been here forever, or someone's living in Sodermom, it's like, oh, what's good to eat around here, mm. you know? Yeah. It's the first thing it goes to. Mm. Everyone's yeah. got to eat, right? Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got to yeah. eat. Yeah. Definitely. And some, uh, I guess, enjoy eating more than others, you know? Like yeah. us. <laughs> it feels like the past five, ten years, people have been more interested in food yeah. in general. Do you think maybe that's a result of like Instagram culture yeah, yeah, and things too? Where definitely. you can post like, oh look at this food I had, you know? Definitely. Instagrammable content as well, you know, yeah. food that looks Posting good. it and you see a nice picture of someone's food, is like, oh I have to I I gotta have try, to try that place. That. Yeah. It's I have to try that. And the better food you eat, the more picky you become. Yeah. So you want more more of the good stuff. Exactly. Less right? of the bad stuff. Exactly. I get into that. I've I've been there before at least where it's like, okay, I know the places in Stockholm that I love. And sometimes I get scared to try like new places because it's mm -hmm. like, is it gonna be bad? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna let me down, you know? But uh you gotta still go and live a little. You know, gut yeah. feeling. Gut yeah. feeling's what you talked about. Yeah. Hundred percent. Have you toned that gut feeling through the years? Has it gotten better? Like yeah, in the yeah. beginning yeah, it was yeah. like, oh maybe this Definitely. is kind of a dodgy place. Definitely. Yeah. Something you're always training. Yeah, yeah. I mean uh, you learn from uh, how the place looks. Hundred percent. What are the biggest factors in your in your gut check whenever you're finding a new street food place? Looks one. What else is there? I don't care much uh, how much how how the place looks. No. I look at the food. If I go into like a kebab place and I see the skewer and I see immediately if it's good stuff or not. Right. Um, so. Um, you're a trained eye. Yeah, I have a very trained eye, and how the, how they work with it. And, uh, and uh, everything around the food, I yeah. see immediately. Right. Um, so, um, 
it's been honed and trained. Yeah. So, trust me. After okay. eating uh, ten thousand kebabs, you. you <laughs> Sounds like my biggest dream in life. Honestly, <laughs> I would go out to say you're living a lot of people's dreams. Yeah. But yeah, you went and did ways. it. You know, anyone yeah. could make that yeah. their dream. Yeah, sure. Of course. I mean. Uh, it takes time and dedication, of course, but it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I mean, no. uh, the food is kind of is very cheap, basically. Yeah, yeah it's street food, yeah, it's right? Food, yeah. So street it's food in Stockholm is maybe a little bit more expensive. Yeah, but I mean, you can have a nice meal for 50 crowns. Without a doubt. Uh, in, Without a doubt. In most parts of the country. Yeah. So Still, it's not an expensive thing. But of course, it takes time and, uh, and uh, dedication. Yeah. Yeah, what's a regular day of work look like for you? Mixing kebab spotting and meat on a stick. Trying well, when, places, when working I'm, in the shop. Yeah, when I'm traveling, uh, it's, it's basically uh, eating. Yeah. Walking around eating and learning and, uh, and, and exploring. Yeah. While here it's, uh, it's working. Uh, yeah. I never work out because I have no passion to be out in the restaurant. Yeah. And standing behind the register or, sure, or sure, pouring sure. beers, even though I love beers, <laughs> to drink them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to stand in the kitchen. Yeah, right. And uh, make sure that the food that goes out is as good as it can be. Or try something new. 100%. Right? Just experiment. Yeah. Kitchen is your laboratory. Yeah, I do it almost every day. It's like try, try something new. Sometimes, yeah. most of the times, it's a bad idea. <laughs> but I try them. Yeah. Uh, you have to try. I have you, to try. You yeah, won't know. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's awesome. You live in the dream, man. Yeah. 100%. What do you got to say, Robin? I think we have a new segment. Oh, gosh, already? Hold I don't know, maybe. Why not? Would you rather with Robin? So. Robin, what do you got for us today? Would you rather be forced to go vegan for the rest of your life or be executed tomorrow? Oof. <laughs> what a hefty question. <laughs> Shit, uh, that's a, that's out the big guns, man. That's a tough question. <laughs> well, that's what you get. You know, Robin doesn't even care. Uh, I, I, to know you, you can take time to think no, about it. It's, one, I don't want to die. Of course, I'm, uh, I'll go vegan if oh. I have to, but it's, it would suck. It's brutal. Yeah, that yeah. was brutal. That's like taking away what's most precious to you, yeah, taking yeah. away a child in a way. Your life, yeah. your life works. Life would change. Salad would, spotting yeah, would really yeah. maybe become a thing, yeah. sadly. I don't want to see. I don't want to no. live to see that. But I don't want to die. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Part of you would die. Yeah, it, it, I'll be dead inside. It would honestly be a whole different person. You probably have to leave the country just to relocate yeah. somewhere else. You know. Be a monk. Yeah. Let the legacy live a on. Vegan here. monk. Yeah. A vegan monk. A vonk. Vonk. A vonk. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something. I respect that answer though. You know, at the end of the day, I think I'd do the same thing. It would hurt. Yeah. It would hurt a lot. It would. <laughs> I mean, you still make vegan stuff and made on a stick, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's some falafel yeah. and things. I mean, vegan food can be good. Of course. But only vegan food would suck. Yeah. I mean, uh, not that you choose to be vegan, it's that you get, you're forced. Forced, yeah. yeah. That's not the same thing either. Absolutely. But I have a question. Yeah. Can you make fish on a stick? Would that I, be I've uh, experimented with uh, fish. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I made some good stuff, actually. Really? I have it like I have a lot of I have a lot of good kebabs in my ace in the hole. Yeah. Um, which um, the most uh, the thing that's uh, held them back the most has been space. Okay. Uh, I need extra equipment. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I've had some crazy ideas. Oh yeah. 
And I still had them. You seem like a man full yeah, of yeah, the yeah. ideas. I've done some really cool that. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Which are really flipped out. But then you have to charge a bit more because it's starting yeah. to get expensive, but it's really cool. Of course. We'll see uh, if it becomes a third location here. Yeah, right. I'm going to make sure that it's bigger because yeah. I'm going to try some new stuff. Yeah, both of these are pretty similar size. Yeah, they're, and they're small. They're very small. Exactly. It's like a battlefield behind there when it's a lot of... Uh, People that are hungry. I can only imagine. But it's nice. It's charming as well. Exactly. Course, Walk us through a visual tour of one of your locations. What do you got? What's the makeup of layout of the now, They are they are small. I mean, uh, and we we need we, we need we need a lot of space because we don't buy our stuff uh, done. You know, so yeah. we 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 get meat. We it gets messy. Not not messy, but we, we we need space because we get meat and we marinate it and, yeah. and we we marinate overnight. Right. So you need space for this. Right. Um, most kebab places, uh, all of them basically, just takes it from the factory and just put it up on the grill. Of course. And you don't need no. space for that. There's so no love behind it. There's no love behind it. No. At all. Uh, but um, uh, my places could easily be twice the size. And Easily. it would still be too small. Easily. Yeah. So uh, they are tight. All right, all right. But they get a job done. But we get it to work. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. you make yeah. it work. Yeah. I love the, the neon sign that's in both spots that says meat on a stick. Yeah. It's inspiring. Mm -hmm. I want one of those in my room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta go get one of those yeah. myself. Yeah. All right, now let's dig into the menu a little bit. Out of all the rolls that you have on your menu, all the, all the pitas, the kebabs, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite? Is it possible for you to choose one no, of your favorite children? Uh, I mean, uh, it, it varies from, yeah. uh, from week to week, basically. Right. Yeah. It's like uh, picking a kid. You know that's your favorite. You can't really... No, it's very hard because sometimes that. I feel uh, that I want to... not allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, not allowed to, not allowed, not supposed to, it's two different things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hard. It, 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 uh, it varies from week to week. Yeah, yeah. of course. A lot of, that's one of the most... Uh, uh, common questions I get on Instagram. Of course. Which one should I eat? And I'm like, which one's your favorite? And I'm yeah. like, I've created question. them all, so I like them all. But, of course. But it's uh, it's impossible for me. For you. I can like, I answer da daily. Yeah. Take this one uh, today. Yeah. yeah. It's dependent on what the vibe of the day. The vibe, is. The, the mood. Uh, yeah. It's it's it's. I don't have a favorite. No. Yeah. I haven't tried too too many yet. My favorite at the moment is the Philadelphia. The Philly, yeah, yeah. Dude, the Philly yeah. touched my heart. Yeah. And I'm from Pennsylvania. It's a lot of it's a lot of love behind that one. Yeah, I mean, and there's uh, so much meat, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, the meat, is. the cheese, the jalapenos. It's very heavy and powerful. That is. But it's yeah. not discussion. Like you don't feel no. disgusting. We talked about this. Yes, we did. It's you feel you don't want you don't feel like you need to take a nap. No, 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 right? No. Which is crazy. It's good quality. It's I good quality, that's why. I don't remember another time eating so much meat where it's like I don't need to sit down right now after. But like the thing is, the meat is like, it's, it's fresh, good stuff. So good. And, I mean, the cheese is like, uh, it's uh, organic. Yeah, it's made okay. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, I don't even put it on a menu, but it is. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a, the most expensive cheddar you can buy. Yeah. And we have... Cheddar's uh, underrated, too. It's not it here is, that much yeah, in Sweden, you know? We also have provolone in yeah. it, of course, a sharp one, yeah. as it's supposed to be. It's but it's like uh, it is one of the heavier yeah. ones, but still you can eat it and not need a nap. Yeah, hundred percent, yeah. which is kind of nice. Yeah, I don't know if we can talk about this, but is there a secret menu at Moas? Is there things that are off? There are a few few things that are not on the menu. Oh, yeah, oh. Uh, the Sparta. The Sparta. Yeah. What? What's it's, in that? It's a monster. It's like a, it's double the meat. Oh. Yeah. My heart. Yeah. I, I almost fell over. Double. Yeah. If you were looking at me right now in this room, you know, I yeah. almost had a heart attack. Yeah. 
The spark, the double the meat. Yeah. Is it double the price too then, of course? No, no, no. Just the Sparta. It's too, it's too cheap, actually. Yeah. So if I would just yeah. walk into Minas Gaia and say, I want the Sparta. Yeah. They know what to do. They know oh what to do. Oh my gosh. But it's ve- it's extremely spicy. Okay, extremely. And when you say extremely, yeah, it like it's really it's, freaking it's spicy. Very spicy. Okay. We have a we have a special sauce only for that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, have to try it. It's inspired like, from the yeah. movie Three Hundred. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Sparta. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a big kebab and it's spicy. It don't mess around, man. It doesn't mess around. Do you fit it in one of your regular pitas? Yeah, but it's like overflowing. You can't. <laughs> it's impossible to eat. You have to. Maybe we need to. You have to attack it in. Uh, exactly. But yeah. is that all day thing or like because you you have different menus for lunch and dinner, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's an evening thing. Yeah, it's yeah. an evening. Okay. Cool. You can't you can't fit all that stuff in a wrap. No way. No, you can't roll it. Because you only do a wrap during lunch, right? Yeah. yeah, that is because our baker only can deliver once a day. Okay. The, our breads are hand-baked, not by a machine or anything. Yeah, yeah, right. Every day. Legit. Wow. And you see that if you look at the breads. Yeah. They all look different and stuff. And he can't deliver before we open for lunch. Yeah. So that's why we have the wraps. Okay, okay. Some people like the wraps. It's yeah. a bit lighter. Sure. Uh, it's easier to eat. More of a Stockholm thing, maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, okay, yeah. I can appreciate it sometimes, of definitely. But uh, for me, it's the, it's the. I don't want to call it pita because it is a pita. But the word pita here is, it's for me, it's cardboard uh, yeah. shit bread made in a factory somewhere. Yeah, not the same thing. Um, this is more like uh, it's inspired a bit from Armenia. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Iraq. Yeah. And it's sourdough bread. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, so it's legit. It's legit. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. definitely. It's awesome. very hard to make this bread. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, not any. I've had uh, good bakers try yeah. to to give me samples. Yeah. But they failed. It uh, didn't happen. No. And we also have a spicy sauce uh, that we call the harissa. Okay. Which you can uh, you can get it in all the kebabs if you ask. Okay. It's not on the menu, yeah. but uh, a little bit extra on there. Yeah, and it's not that spicy. Yeah. It actually adds flavor. I, yeah. I, it's a very good sauce. Okay. We make we make it from the ground up every day That's from awesome. scratch. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Man, there's stuff we need to try now that mm-hmm. I'm starving, honestly. Anytime you talk <laughs> yeah, about meat, that's the yeah, biggest yeah. blessing and the curse of being a barber that loves to talk about food. Yeah. A barber I, in Skatu. In Skatu. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, because there's a lot of cool places. There's a lot of good food around mm-hmm. here. And it's like, I don't care what time of the day it is and if I just ate, I'm starving. Yeah, again. this is a good area for food. No it food. is a pretty yeah, good yeah, area yeah, for is, food. It is. Do you have a, maybe this is a sacrilegious question, do you have a kebab that you go to as a guilty pleasure outside of meat on a stick in Stockholm? No, not in Stockholm, but in Norrköping. I was there yesterday. Yeah. I can't go visit home without going there. And it's like, uh, it's the place I've been, I have two places. Okay. Which I've been eating since I was a child. All right, tell us. And one is called, one is like a Sibylla. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's just like a little stand. Yeah. From Hagebygrillan. And and there's also another place called Napoli. Yeah. Pizzerias. Yeah. Nothing fancy, nothing special really, but it, it, it's the memories, the childhood yeah, memories. Of course. So uh, I, I had one yesterday. I posted it in a story. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, was, uh, I wrote uh, uh, Nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia is one hell of a drug. Yeah, yeah, know? definitely. It affects yeah, things yeah. as yeah. well. I love that so mm. much. Oof. Like I said, I'm, I'm starving now. 100%. Uh, oh, <laughs> We're closed now, so mind, sorry. I know, I know. Yeah, my yeah. mind kind of just wandered off. I was like, I had some. Really smart questions, I'm sure, somewhere yeah. in my mind, locked yeah. away. Yeah. But now they're filled with meat and grease and <laughs> and a desire for such what things. What else would you want in there? Though? <laughs> Honestly, I don't want anything else in there. All right, I, I need to know something. Mm. 
Whenever you, you close your eyes, you bite into one of your kebabs or a kebab that you're rating pretty high on your list. Yeah. What are the first things that go through your mind? You know, your eyes are closed. You're, the juices are starting to settle in. What makes up that perfect kebab and what thoughts are going through your mind? What endorphins are being released? I'm very... Make our viewers hungry. I'm... Uh, the thing is, when I eat a kebab at Mumas, I'm, I'm, I'm going from the other direction. I'm, I'm starting from... I've never given a 10. Okay. You've never given a 10? Never, never. Man, I want to be alive when you, when you finally I mean, give it to I'm me. striving. So nine's like almost perfect for you then. Yeah, nine is nine basically is perfect. perfect. Yeah, right. I've given like maybe five or six right. in 1,000 the past wow. six years. I'm very wow. picky with my scores. So when I eat, I start from the 10 and I work myself down. Yeah. So I'm my biggest critic. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what your Instagram bias is, a full-time, 100% honest Yeah, critic. and I mean, I would, I would never say that Nuas is 10 out of 10. No. Because we're not. No, sure. Uh, I could rate myself a good day to an eight. Yeah, pretty uh, good. And I'm striving for the nine. That's yeah. what I'm working for. Strive for the nine. Because you can't you can't make a ten for everyone. It's yeah. impossible. Uh, I mean, everything is subjective. Yeah, I mean a ten could be when you're hungry and come home and eat your mom's food. That could be a ten. <laughs> of course. It's like. Uh, but there's other things connected to that. Nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah everything. Mom yeah, making yeah. It, how, how, behind yeah, it. Is the sun shining? Uh, stuff yeah, like that. It's like <laughs> right. it's basically impossible. But the nine is what I'm striving for. You know, I like that concept. I think more people should strive for a nine than a ten. Yeah. Actually. Striving for the nine is, mm. is going to be more reachable than yeah. striving for the ten. Mm. I want to strive for a nine, mm. you know. I mean, yeah. But it's easy to to be like, all right, what I'm doing is perfect, or what I what I think I can reach is a ten, you know. Yeah. But it's good to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you have to be honest. With yeah. Yourself. Yeah, I'm not like. That's your uh, biggest moral. That's yeah, your yeah. biggest moral, and your reviews and your your shop is being honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what makes you different than a lot yeah, of places. I don't want my followers to think that I per per uh, per. Automatically, the rate Muas is a ten. Right. Far from it. I right. Mean, it's wow. Like, wow. Uh, I would say an eight, a good day on yeah. my scale. On your scale. So when I give a place a six or a seven, it's a high score. It's a good score. Yeah. If I give it nine, it's like this is unbelievable. It's happened like six, seven times maybe. Wow. In a thousand reviews. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like very, very rare. Of course. Um. So when I eat. I'm like, okay, this is really good. Yeah. But I could, this could be a bit better. Yeah. And this could be something. a bit better. Yeah. And maybe I should tweak this one. Yeah. It's a bit too much onions in this one. Or eating has to be such a hard thing for you. Not a hard thing, an analytical thing. It is. For you it is. Whenever it is, you eat at your place. It is. It's like when I eat with with some friends, they're like they're they're eating. I'm, yeah. Of I'm, course, I'm working. They're enjoying. You're I'm working. working. Wow. I'm thinking. I'm working. It's yeah. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's is awesome. it like that with every food, or specifically with kebab? What do you say? Uh, street food, definitely. Uh, yeah. But I could also like uh, analyze a mac and cheese or a, <laughs> of or a steak or a fish like uh, fish taco. Definitely, uh, I mean, that is street food. Heck yeah. I mean, yeah, it's if I eat something and it has a nice sauce or a nice vegetable or a nice technique to make something good. Yeah. I think maybe this could work in a kebab. Heck yeah. So it, it is work as well. Yeah. Definitely. I guess if it's your passion, it you're is not pa really turning work it is, off. Work is. Maybe this the, is wrong, the wrong word. I mean, sure. passion is good as well, but right. it's uh, it's always connected to to Muas. Yeah, and this I point traveled. I travel to be better, so I can give it to you. Super cool. At Muas, I love it. Uh, yeah, so it is work. I feel your heart. Yeah, 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 on that. But that's your life now at this point. Almost. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Your yeah, life. That's it's a, beyond work. It's taken over. Yeah, yeah, it's my main thing, and it's <laughs> what I put most of my time in. Absolutely. And uh, it is definitely uh, 
a big part of my life. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we got to get Moas tattoos on, on our tramp stamp area. You know? <laughs> the sooner the better. The sooner the better. We will mm-hmm. we'll keep you updated yeah. on that. Would Moas work or does it need to be meat on a stick? What's better? It's. I think it's better for you guys to have meat on a stick. The full. Moas would be like, is that a girl or? Uh, that is, yeah. it would be better for us. Probably yeah, because otherwise it would be Moas ass. Yeah, yeah Moas, yeah, Moas, 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 Actually, the first time I saw it, that's what I saw. I, I screamed, Moas! Moas! What is that? <laughs> Moas! <laughs> it got stuck in my head, yeah, and then the rest catchy. of the yeah, It's it, super catchy. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's four words, man. It's genius, abbreviations and everything. Yeah. Moas! <laughs> is there any heroes that you have that you looked up to before you? You kind of went... Down this road that inspired you made it seem maybe this is possible for me to, to, to pave my own story, to do my own thing. Honestly, no, because if you if you Google like burger, yeah, you get a billion hits. Of course. If you Google uh, how to make the perfect kebab, you get zero. Gosh. So I had to start everything from scratch. Pioneer. But uh, of course, I followed some um, uh, food bloggers and uh, YouTubers yeah, and right, uh, right. Uh, food critics. Yeah. But today. The, the Swedish food, food critic scene is like for me, I can't I can't respect it at all because ninety nine percent of the the accounts are I don't I, I don't want to use the word bot but mm. they they go and eat for free at places yeah and they write a nice review right even though the food is not that good but they for free yeah, yeah. and I can't I can't respect that no it's like they are they are misleading people yeah uh, it's just just, not just to have a free meal and for me it's like I go in. I never see who I am. I pay, of I course. eat, and I and I put an honest review out. Yeah. So that you or her or him don't have to go there and, and spend their food for spend their money for bad food. Yeah, of course. So it's like a bit of a. <clears throat> You're a different type of critic, I mean, different I'm, type of story. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple. That's the way to describe yeah. everything. Yeah. You yeah. Do, is you just being honest. And a lot of people have. I, I get it almost. Every day is like, come and eat at our place. Let's buy you some food. And I'm like, no, I'll swing by when I have time, and I'll pay for it myself. Right. Um, wow. Because I don't. If if I eat for free, yeah, it's gonna feel bad for me to like post a bad review. Yeah. And I can pay. I support your yeah. business, so it's like support uh, your locals. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so I never get uh, invited to press events and stuff like that, no, which no, all no. the other uh, food accounts or influencers go to, because they know that. They don't want me there. No. Uh, so, uh, and that's how I want it to be. That's how I want yeah, it to be. Yeah. yeah, you're just being honest. Yeah. I love that. As I finish up here, I'm just gonna shave your neck. What do you think the one thing, or at least one thing, that prohibits people from chasing their dreams, from being 100% honest with them, is? And how do you hurdle over that? Tough question. Tough question, right? I mean, you have to take your time. It's cliche, but you have to be able to. If you want to pursue dreams, you have to be able to face fear. Mm. It's that simple. Yeah, right. Uh, it's the only way. I mean, simple answer, but it's good. Yeah, answer. I, I was fearful uh, opening up Moas, but and regret. You don't want to regret stuff. No, man. Life's too short to have regrets. Definitely, definitely. definitely. I agree with you on that. You don't want to be sitting there thinking what could have been. Yeah. Without a doubt. Where would you have been 
just going around eating street food now if you hadn't started Mohawks. Mm -hmm. You know? It's a different life. But out of all of the places in Sweden you've been, yeah. would you say that you have a favorite city? Ooh. That like when it comes to kebab? Yeah, it's my home city, North Yeah. Not That's not cool. because I'm from there, but it is you have good kebabs from North Shopping down to Yuan Shopping. Gothenburg has a few, Malmo has a few nice places. Yeah. Um, and North Shopping has, there's different sauces and stuff. Mm. I've had these discussions with a lot of people over the years. People swear to their own hometown and their own way of homes, uh, the sauces they have in their hometown. Yeah. North Shopping has, has them all. North Shopping has them yeah. all. Yeah. If you go to Ling Shopping, they only have one type of sauce. In Yuan Shopping, they have a different type of sauce. If you go to Gothenburg, they have their own version. So it's like uh, people can get a lot of passion about the discussions like this. Yeah. Uh, but uh, North Shopping is like the center. And uh, Why are we in North Shopping? North Shopping. Well, I guess we gotta go, man. Huh? Our other barber is from there, so he's always going back. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay, actually. Okay, we yeah. need to tag along yeah. sometime. Yeah. Oh, we have some good places there. Yeah. There, there are some good places all around Sweden. Yeah. Depending on which city you go to. Of course. Of course. Sweden is pretty good uh, if you consider how the rest of Europe looks. Kebabs. We have a good kebab scene here. It's a, a lot of people lo like and love kebabs here. Yeah, right. It's been here a long time. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I heard they were thinking about making a national dish of Sweden kebab pizza for a little while. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, every, years everybody loves a kebab pizza. <laughs> of it's, course. Uh, it's almost a whole different thing that exists outside the realm of pizza and kebab. Yeah, and, and it's it's a very Swedish thing too because yeah. you don't have it in. If you go to France or uh, yeah, yeah. or Netherlands, no, they don't have kebab. It pizza. ain't there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it's a very Swedish thing, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. I love that. Well, sir, thank you so much for coming out. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you chatting. You. It's been a great time. Very great. Thank you. Absolutely. And that is that. You survived another episode somehow, but perhaps your stomach did not. Personally, I can't even listen through this without getting a hankering for some good juicy kebab, so I know where I'm going for dinner. Thank you so much for listening. You can find Moas at meatonastick.se or on social media. We hope you're leaving a bit more inspired than when you came into this podcast today. Now you want to do us a solid, share this podcast with a friend, coworker, or a seventh cousin. That's the best way organically to help us grow. Otherwise, you make me cry tears of joy, pure freaking joy, if you took a minute just to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, right now, if you swing over to that Apple Podcast app, smash that five-star button, you could call it a day. For real, that helps a lot, and we really appreciate the support. Now I think it's time for us to call it a day. It's always a pleasure. Check out Sips and Clips on Instagram at Sips and Clips because over there we flesh out more visual content from our guests and serve as somewhat of a Stockholm city guide as well. It's a great place to connect with us more. But I guess until next time, we'll see you then.